so we're back and we just finished watching Laika's 2016 Kubo and the Two Strings, which is, I'm just going to come out and say it, a perfect 10. Absolutely amazing, amazing storytelling. I think we get lost a lot in Pixar because Pixar consistently is just a juggernaut of telling these wonderful stories, but you can't sleep on this little fantastic art house coming out of Seattle. It's um, the story of a child who... Lost one eye. Lost one eye. Oh, it was taken from him. It was taken from him by who? His grandfather. His grandfather. And why did he take the eye? Because Uh, he couldn't see the souls of others. Very good. Somebody was paying attention. (laughs) So the the grandfather, who was also known as the Moon King, the Moon King, wanted to prevent Kubo from having any kind of humanity or compassion or empathy, for which the, for, for human beings, because they were they were gods and they were different and they they didn't believe in mingling with 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 yeah, the, they were, they with were humans. above humanity. They were above they were, humanity. They were in quote unquote perfect. Right. They were in the stars. They yes, stars. they were in the stars, like the mother said. And then she came down, and that's when she met Hunsu. Hanzo. Hanzo. Sorry. Ha, Hansu, really? Sorry. All right, let's keep it going. And then they. Um, she fell in love with she Hanzo. She fell in love with Hanzo. Because they stared in each other's eyes. <laughs> and what did, what did he say to her? You are my. You are my quest. Excellent. Polite applause. Respectful. Yeah, this is my movie. Somebody's paying attention. So, what was your favorite part, G? Since you picked the movie. Since you picked the movie. I don't know. I like the whole thing. It really is hard to pinpoint one one exact part of that film. Yeah, there's everything is gorgeous. Just I love. I mean, and there's just something that you just can't get. From like Pixar makes beautiful, beautiful movies, but mm-hmm. there's just something like special about stop motion. Like something, yeah, yeah. Like stop motion, and just that, that it's actually there. Yeah. Like that's something that will never be duplicated. Or I mean, maybe it'll be a long time before it's truly duplicated in a, in a 3D medium where it'll match something that's actually physically there and like it's real light, real shadows. It just looks, it just, there's just something special about it. Yeah, and like when, they like. They showed at the ending uh, how they made it, like how they made the set. Yes, they made a set piece of it. Spoiler alert, there's a skeleton. At the very end, there's, they show them working on the giant. There's a giant set piece, a skeleton warrior or whatever, a giant skeleton with all these like little swords stuck in the top of his skull. Skull. And they show that being built at during like the sort of like the end of the. And they uh, actually made it move. Yeah, they sh- they show it crazy. moving and like how the wires are all connected. It just looks amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and like they put each sword in one by one. Yeah. By themselves. It's truly, truly mind-boggling and just a work of art. And another thing, I always talk about the story, and I think that's also something that we should talk about here. This isn't a traditional child story. I mean, there's some heavy there's stuff going on in this some film. Dark stuff too. Right. I mean, he took the child's eye. A baby's eye. Yeah. I mean, you, he, don't, you don't see it. Which right. Is fortunate. Right. You the the father is killed, protecting them. As far Allowing as they know. Them to as escape. far as they know. Yeah. The mother's hurt and 
looks like she's dying. It's almost like she has uh, Alzheimer's or dementia or something, and the fact that she, she during the during the day she she's basically in a vegetative state state where she's just sort of sitting there staring into the into the horizon. Kubo um, Kubo said that like when he was talking to his dad's tombstone. <laughs> that um, it looked like she was drifting farther and farther, farther away, away and right. she didn't know what was real anymore. Right. Like she but, forgot how his eye Yeah. Right, right. She, like, she woke up and she was like, eye. what, Kobo, what happened to your eye, Kobo? Kobo. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm losing it tonight. It I'm really, really <laughs> tired. Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever find out the mom's name? The mother's name? Did the mother have a name? Uh, Moki? <laughs> <laughs> and then I don't think they, pull out the phone. I don't think they even said her sister's yeah. names, do they? No. no the, the sisters were just the sisters. The father, the grandfather was just the moon king. king. He didn't really have a Or grandfather. Either, or grandfather. Yeah. Yeah, and she, I don't believe... I don't think they I ever mentioned her name. she had an actual name. She was always just referred to as my sister or my mother. Yeah. Mother. Yeah. Mother, Yeah. The sisters, the sisters, the sisters were my favorite characters. The sisters were so so cool, cool so cool. The production design and and the the concepts that they came up with for them really great. They had great. One of the sisters had cool weapons. One of them had like the the sickle chain. According to IMDb, she was just mother, and the father was just beetle. But his his name was. But he Hon- he was always referred Han- to as Hanzo. 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 Yeah, Hanzo. I wonder what that's about. I'm not sure. Well, and yeah, and Rooney Mara for, is just the sisters. For for Ladybird, they said it was Vance and Gore. That's why it was rated R. So you can't really trust these sites. <laughs> that's true. But yeah, the sister de- the sister design was. Fantastic! I love those giant hats. hats. Oh yeah, and their and the masks. masks. Yeah, and their I like cloaks. Their, I like their cloak because it actually looked like they were birds. Because you yeah, know how you they went, that. you know how they like went down and they're like the in cloak their would flare out. Flare out, yeah. yeah. And the, mm-hmm. if you notice, the cloaks were made out of like feathers. Bird yeah. feathers, like yeah. black yeah. Like bird feathers. And they yeah. swoop, they went through the air so swiftly. Yeah. Yeah. Like birds. yeah. The I mean, the attention to detail on this thing was unbelievable. I mean, oh, yeah. just, uh, just I mean, phenomenal. Have, I think you have to be the one to work in, in stop motion. Ocean. I mean, yeah. Even, it's so painstaking. I, I can't. With, yeah. Yuji, the the hair. Getting the physics on hair right is tough enough with a computer. And they're manipulating this by hand. That's nuts. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm. You know what? Since you mentioned the parents' guide, now I'm looking at the parents' guide on IMDb. <laughs> and there's a tag for sex and nudity, which... Where? What? What would that happen? Wait. Monkey and Beetle make a few flirtatious remarks to each other, but nothing really gets too out of line. (laughs) There's five instances of violence and gore in this movie, apparently. 
The only thing... Moderate portrayals of violence are depicted, but without detail. (laughs) Number two, the film contains some scenes of violence where the characters are fighting with weapons, such as swords, or fighting off fearsome creatures like a giant skeleton and a giant centipede. Three, in the opening of the film, a woman is thrown underwater by a wave. Her head is shown striking a rock, and a tail of blood follows as she drifts away. Number four, a character is wounded in a, in a fight with a steel claw, which remains in her side for a few seconds. Her wound is red and glistening. Gosh. Wait, where's the other one? Yeah, we're the only... Oh, gonna... wait, there's... Oh, this one's tagged spoilers. Oh, look, that's very clever. They hide it. You have to click the thing to unsee it. Oh, to see it. In the beginning, a baby's eye is missing. The missing eye is covered with a bandage and some blood is shown leaking through it. This scene is very disturbing and painful to watch, especially for a film generally aimed at children like this. What the hell? So, you know what? Let's address that because I think that this is very important. Yes, there are some very, what's the word, impactful scenes. Some of them can be frightening. It's a dark film for the most part. And even though it's colorful and beautiful and bright at times. And it's PG. And it's PG. But there are some disturbing aspects to it. But I think, again, and I, I this kind of speaks to our parenting style, I think, because we don't bubble wrap our kids. And I feel like we always make it a point to be very communicative with them. Yeah. And say, listen, if you have any questions, come to me. I'm not going to be mad. That's not what this is about. I'm going to love you no matter what. Just come to me. Ask me your questions. Let's workshop it. Let's talk it out. Let's figure it out so that you feel better and you understand the world better. Yeah. I mean, in my mind, it's better they have our experience to guide them rather than just stumbling onto something that they perhaps aren't ready for. Yeah! Exactly. Like searching stuff on the internet. True, true. And I think another thing about this film, I mean, let's be honest, we're talking about death. This isn't a topic that's really high on children's movies or even stories lists, to be frank. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's... And I think this movie really handles it beautifully. I mean, there is just so much about grief, but also carrying on. Carrying on. So it's, even though it's sad, it's also uplifting. And I I also want to caveat this by saying that this film came out in the summer of 2016. I I lost my mother July or August. I can't remember. It was in the summer of 2016. I lost my mother in February of 2016. And I remember at the theater just falling apart at the end. I think just the message of the movie, just... The fact that Kubo lost so much. Here's this child that just lost so much. It just it yeah, felt he like lost it, his own parent. Right. It just felt like it never to his grandfather. But still, there was this forgiveness at the end. Yeah. And it was just so beautiful. And I and then they cut to and we could do a whole hour about how glorious Regina Spector's version of While My Guitar Gently Weeps is, which is actually one of my all-time favorite, favorite Beatles mo- songs ever, ever. Yeah, I have to be. And her version of this is just 
timeless and gut-wrenching and and beautiful sorrowful but also just amazingly beautiful Mm -hmm. and if you haven't heard it please do yourself a favor go on youtube go on wherever you get your music and take a listen because it is transcendent it is just such an amazing piece of music I mean, originally, the Beatles version is fantastic, but there's just something really special about Regina Spector's version. But, yeah, so having watched this movie, having gone through that hurt as well, I think added a certain layer of, of this story to me. And, I, and I, I appreciated it so much because I think, again, death and grieving is not something that we really discuss as a society with children. I think we we do a disservice to children by trying to hide them, to, by trying to cover them and letting them lead like these quote-unquote perfect lives. But life is messy and it's awful and sometimes it hurts. Sometimes it's glorious. Sometimes it's happy. It's fun. But you can't have good without bad. And that's something that sometimes certain parents just don't understand and it's it's okay to want to shield your children from bad stuff but, but you un- can't do it forever but you can't do it forever yeah, unless you're one gonna day put- they're gonna grow up and watch a rated r movie all right and but, you can still, inside <laughs> but still i think you know unless you're gonna put this child in a bubble they're gonna get hurt they're gonna experience loss and it's better to talk about these things and address them than to just put it in a box and put it on a shelf and act like it doesn't exist. Plus, I mean, if there's anything in this world that is there for you to introduce your child to these sort of topics, it would be stories. And one thing that always kind of bothers me if I'm, I'm speaking like speaking to people or, or whatnot, they're so afraid to show their, their children anything perilous. Or, or even something that even approaches a level of, of talking about people dying or that that aspect of storytelling. And it's a huge part of storytelling. Even when even even simple little stories and nursery rhymes, death is in there. I mean, if you look at those Grimm's fairy tales. Oh, Grimm's fairy I, tales I love Grimm's fairy tales. Yeah, they're brutal. They're, they're savage. They're, they're insane. I mean, yeah. They're hilarious. They are hilarious. 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 Come on, use your ears. Okay, so, like, okay, Grimm's Fairy Tales is a good comparison to this because, let's be honest, the the death and destruction in Grimm's Fairy Tales is off the wall. Yes. And it's it's treated so nonchalantly when you see it being approached in a a way more mature fashion in a a movie like, like Kubo here. It's, it's more meaningful. It's, it shows, it, some emotional resonance that it's important. L- little kids should understand this. They, they should realize that death is not something to be taken lightly. And, or something to be feared. I mean, or I something think to be feared. if you believe in religion or if you believe in a certain ideology, most times you know, we're Catholics. We're lapsed Catholics, but we're Catholics. And as Catholics, we believe that there is an afterlife, that we, if we're good, we go with God. If we're not good, we go to the warm place. So, um, you can say hell. no. I I say hell all the time. I'm just being funny, but uh, and I think in other ideologies or in other religions there is this concept of another life. Kubo? I think in Kubo too, 
you honor the dead and that's how they continue to live on by honoring their memories. And that's what made the ending also kind of impactful because you have the spirits of those that left plus those that were left behind and they sort of form like this bond and they protect each other. Something that will last forever. I mean, they, they even mentioned it in a couple of times in the story of beetles talking to monkey and he basically says she's she he says you know no you'll live on in kubo kubo story and and this and in the stories that people who heard kubo's story will tell and and, and, and so on and so on and then and later on in the movie there's a a moment between kubo and his grandfather where he's basically tells his grandfather it doesn't matter if you take my eye i will always have my memories and they will live and and, and that's I, the most and, powerful and I will thing always have that that's the most powerful I, magic that's yes. the most powerful magic and it's it was a good message you do have those memories you will always have those memories remember remember all the fond things that that you can about those who have who have gone before yeah and, you know that's also an important thing to for a little kid Kids to, 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 to know. be exposed to to learn i mean eventually at some point in their life they're going to be facing this some earlier than 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 others and some later than others but it's going to happen to all of us and right death touches everyone you could either let it consume you or you could learn how to deal with it in a in a way that lets you Cope. Move on, cope, and honor those who have gone. Agreed, agreed. Again, just such a gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous piece of cinema and storytelling. I'm truly, truly impressed by this movie. I, I haven't seen it as much as I would have liked to. I think we saw it once in the theater. I think we saw it once before tonight. And then I've seen it I th- a couple of times on TV. Oh, have you? I haven't. I think this is my third time. This is my, like, second and a half because I watched the ending when we were supposed to watch right. it. Yes. But I think that each time there's always something new. There's always something that, that you can take away from it. I always cry. I'll Me too. be upfront about it. I always cry. And it's just, it's lovely. It's, and it's just another thing. And, Again, if you don't even want to look at that aspect about the movie, the technicalities of this film are just unbelievable. I mean, this is stop motion. I don't know if people understand what stop motion is because we're so... Everything is just... What's that? No, not wrapped up in Disney, but everything is just so green screened now <laughs> to the point where sometimes you can't even tell what's real and what's not. But well, it's, not, it's not even that because I mean this film it is stop motion, but but there, there is three D stuff, stuff yeah. in there. But it's like I said, there's just something that can't be duplicated when you're using real things and practical real light. I don't know, and the dust in the air, the everything. It's just, there's just something about it. Yeah. There's just something about the way real light hits a real object that every once in a while you'll see a glimpse of it in some sort of pure 3D thing, but it just, it just can't be duplicated. It, it can't be duplicated. And if you watch movies, the way they're made today, you'll notice that the best looking stuff that's out there that's being made today isn't stuff that's 100%. 3D isn't stuff that's 100% practical. 
It's when they marry the two and it comes out looking good. And this, this movie, Kubo, is like that on steroids just because everything is Olivia. all the little the little maquettes the figures the way they move everything beautiful, just beautiful yeah. so damn beautiful the facial expressions on the two characters. yes yeah that's i mean that to me is mind-boggling because it's, it's like it's, i mean it's a long way from from rudolph the red-nosed reindeer <laughs> rankin bass Stuff oh, from the yeah. 70s. Oh my, oh my god. I didn't even remember that. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Yeah. This isn't Gumby. This is, <laughs> this is, this is, this is art. This, this is, is absolute art. art. And again, uh, I'm sorry that we didn't see this before, but kudos to Laika. I mean, seriously, their stuff progressively gets better. I believe, was their first movie Coraline? I think so. Coraline is really good. Coraline is really good, and we should definitely do a thing about it. But we should also do Paranormal, Paranorman and Box Trolls. But this, to me, is like their opus so far. And I'm sure yeah. there's going to be it's more really of this, which is amazing. I mean, I am a huge fan of Leica. I, you Again, you forget about them because they're a smaller shop. They're not pumping out stuff like Pixar does. Or Disney. Or Disney. But you cannot sleep on this place. And I mean, they, too, excel at excellent storytelling. I mean, I remember we had seen Coraline years ago. I think we've seen it once. Maybe twice? No, once. Seen it a couple of times. Well, yeah. I feel like... And once, and once or twice on television. Yeah, but I think... I've only really paid attention to it once. I may have come in during times where it was on, but I've not really paid attention. I, 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 we should definitely sit and watch it again. But just, again, I mean, obviously they had a great source material to work from because that's a really interesting book. Mm -hmm. But seeing that on the screen also was amazing. And just, yeah, they, they, they are... They are a top contender for storytelling. And I think, again, if you haven't seen Kubo, I absolutely recommend it. And even if you're not into animation, you don't have to be into animation. You don't even have the kids to appreciate this movie. I think there's something for children, but there's also something for adults. Well, those are the best kind of kids' movies. Right. When, an adult when they speak can to watch everyone. Without feeling like I want to rip my own head off because <laughs> it's just torture to me. Yep, like Peter Rabbit. Like Peter Rabbit. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Peter Rabbit. It's well, hard, girl. Well, that's not, really well, that's not animated. Or like, or like the BFG. Oh, oh that was God. terrible. It was based on making the Queen of England part, yeah, which was, I got nothing of. That was the climax. Yeah. And I wanted to like it because it was Spielberg, but it just, oh, it, yeah, that was terrible. It went down the drain. <laughs> What about the good dinosaur? Good dinosaur wasn't very interesting either. It was mediocre, but I'm sure it was better than BFG. Oh, it was a million times better. Than yeah. It's trying to hit your stage. Oh, here we are doing that thing we do, tangents. going on tangents. I thought yeah. you said you were gonna yeah, keep us right, in you're, line. You're, you're, the, you're, the you're the tangent monitor. police. Yeah. What's Come going on, on Olive G? Daddy's the tangent police. <laughs> he told me when I'm going on the tangents. <laughs> All right, but uh, uh, all right, so maybe we should wrap it up. So, yeah, all of G, scare, uh, scale of one to ten. 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 Ten, ten too. Ten and a half. 
What do you say? What do you say? I say ten. I think it's I think it's a perfect movie. Like Inside Out. I'm like be, Inside I, Out. I'm gonna be the bummer. I don't give anything a ten. I'll I'll give it a nine. Terrible. Not even a nine and a half. Come on. That. All right, a nine and a half. But that movie is amazing. I, I, I gave it a ten and a half. I cannot give anything. The closest the, the closest to a ten I've ever seen is in, in the kids' movies is Inside Out. But you gave that this, like an eight point twenty five or something. No, I didn't. I said I gave that a nine point something or other. Oh really? <laughs> we'll have to go back to the tapes. We'll have to go back to the tapes. Why did I think you said eight? No. Yeah, Inside Out definitely deserves more than an eight. Yeah, yeah for sure, for is sure. There... But I I gave it a ten too. I yeah, mean, me they're both, too. and it's That's funny it. because I think Inside Out came out the following year. Uh, I think so. Yeah. 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 But uh, this was the best movie of, t- of or best animated feature. It did not win the Oscar, unfortunately. Mm-mm-mm. It went to Zootopia. Zootopia is also good. Cute, good, but, but not, not, not cool. Not, not cool. Especially when you're considering an animated feature. Yeah. You got to consider this, the fact that you just don't give it to them just based on the skill set alone. Yeah, is I mean, is a shame. I'm not gonna. I'm not downplaying 3D art and 3D animation, but or even Zoo, Zootopia, which was a cute movie. Zootopia, which, which was a very was a, cute movie. Cute movie with a good story and great animation, and and it was beautiful to look at. But it wasn't this. This was a work of art. Yeah, a work of art. Exactly. Kubo is a, a ten. Kubo is a 10. No matter what you say, My Dad. husband is incorrect, nothing, but he's no been incorrect before. That's a lie. That is a bold-faced lie, my friend. Never a perfect 10 on anything. Terrible, terrible. You are banned. Bad dad. All right, we're going to shut this down before we get beat up anymore by my family. <laughs> Good night. Good, Good night. night.